Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Rough Cinch, the final draft. I am your host, Coach Adam. Today, we're going to be continuing on our journey of trauma, the transformation, and going a little bit deeper into the intricacies of the principles that are actually aligned with the idea of what it is to actually go through the transformation process. So wherever you are at in that actual process in and of itself as well, wherever you find yourself, accepting yourself in that part of the journey that you find yourself in, and continue to move forward in that process. For whatever principles that you are actually aligning yourself to, there's not a one-size-fits-all with this. There is the idea that, of course, you have to find a particular pathway, and those principles will befit you wherever you go along your journey. So in today's episode, we're going to cover a lot about just the kind of overview of principles in general that are actually going to be a part of that transformational process so that you can align to wherever it is that you find yourself along your path. And then you can utilize the tools that you find and help them along your journey. That's the entire process of this. And really one of the best things about this is as we jump into it right off the bat, First, again, I welcome you, and I'm so glad that you're here. The channel is growing, and I'm so grateful for everyone being a part of this grassroots movement and this growth in that regard. Um, the subscriber count has grown every single one of these videos and every single one of these podcasts on Spotify and now also on Apple. Uh, podcasts has grown, the downloads, and our subscriber list has grown here as well. And there is the Patreon account, so thank you so much for joining and liking and subscribing. We love you, and we thank you. Um, the truth is, when we dive into this wonderful topic of transformation, and of course, you'll hear more about this from some of the other wonderful guests that I have coming on later on this week and in the weeks to follow about this, um, some incredible speakers. And of course, there's been incredible speakers on this channel so far. So humbled by the growth and um, support this has actually received. It's to really think about the fact that sometimes in life we have blind spots, right? We don't know what we don't know. Right, that's a very familiar concept to anyone who's ever done any kind of uh, personal development, any kind of personal growth exercises. So to repeat that for the benefit of anyone who's going to listen to this now and in the future is the idea that sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And a way to illustrate this sometimes is that if most of us aren't actually licensed to go be pilots tomorrow, but if you are out there, shout outs to all the amazing pilots in the world that have their licenses. But for the most of us, a very large portion of the population, if we were to be put into a cockpit tomorrow of a airliner to be able to fly us from California to New York City, we would immediately know what we don't know with all the levers, the buttons, the switches, what to do and how to do and how to take off and how to do landing. So you immediately know we're aware of what we don't know. And that's the second phase. So first off, we start with we don't know what we don't know. And the second portion ends up coming into a humbling spot of now we learn what we don't know, and then after we learn what we don't know, we can continue to grow forward, right? Some things are legitimately in our blind spots. We are unaware of them. And sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes the things that are actually in our blind spots are actually nuggets of truth that could be something that's going to unlock a door or a window or a treasure chest that we've been looking to actually grow inside of ourselves. And we need these things. So not all things that are hidden are going to be something that we have to look at like, oh, I've lacked in my growth or in my journey, simply because the phrase states it in a way in which it seems like I don't have that yet, or it's in my blind spot. The thing of it is, is really to become comfortable with the idea that what we don't know could literally be the key to what's going to set us free, especially in our 
life journey, right? And I go into this one-on-one with in my coaching sessions or in my personal training sessions with my clients in in-depth ways. And really, some things are unknown, right? Eating healthy and what isn't healthy. These types of things are things that are sometimes in people's blind spots, right? In individuals' blind spots, and that's okay in life. Becoming aware and becoming humble that we don't know it all. I don't know it all. We don't, no, no one knows it all. No one ever has. Even the smartest man in the entire world of philosophy, Socrates, back 2,000 plus years ago, said he knew that he was the smartest man in the world because he knew that he knew nothing. Right, so that's pretty humbling. One of the fathers of philosophy in general literally says that they know they know nothing. So if we're starting from a humble platform from there, from the inception site, then understanding that as we move forward, the only thing we can do is grow. And that's a beautiful thing that I want to encourage and also keep up with in that regard as far as it goes for all the content that we ever pour forth here in Rough Sketch to Final Draft. And again, remember, that's the name of the show. Rough Sketch to Final Draft about the idea that life is a rough sketch. We're working towards our final drafts in life. That's the entire premise of this show. The people that I have that come on, the wonderful, beautiful speakers that have had amazing lives. We've gone through the rough sketches of life and every single day, every single morning. Interestingly enough, we end up finding ourselves back at the drafting table, do we not? Sketching out a new plan for the day, a new plan for the week, a new plan for the month, a new plan for the year. And there's constant things in life always changing. So, of course, those plans are always going to have to keep alive and going. Once you make one plan, it's not like it stays stagnant forever. And it's just sitting there in the ethers waiting to never be touched like some sort of amazing statue that was carved out of marble thousands of years ago and been unchanged. Our daily lives are always moving and changing and flowing and growing, adapting to the new situations of life, right? If we had a plan even to get to Disneyland from, you know, wherever you are in San Francisco down to LA, and you were going to drive, not fly, even if you planned the best way that you possibly could, there's going to be traffic that maybe you didn't foresee that might completely derail the plans for your dinner and the next day and when you're going to enter the park and so on and so forth. These are just humble concepts. So allow yourself to be open as we jump into some of these principles in today's episode and understand that not knowing what we don't know is all right. Same space. It's all right. We're all right in that regard. We're not meant to know it all. We're supposed to be journeying through this process. And there's so many things in this life to learn. What we have to focus on is what's going to be relevant and apparent to us for our journeys, because each one of us is living it differently. Part of the rough sketch of Final Draft is the other part about avoid ever living a life that someone else is living on purpose. Don't fall into the trap, right? In the truest sense, never fall into the trap of the idea about being a plagiarist by living a life that someone else is living. Learn to live your own authentic life. Right? That's a huge principle to follow, especially in for today's episode of Transformation. And the idea about the idea the internalized concept of transformation goes from typically living a common existence that is more in line with what society wants out of us. And then we want to transform ourselves into our ideal self, which is really just the person that we've always envisioned ourselves to be, which is more unlearning what we've been taught than it is learning something new. So see how that all plays into the idea, literally about something being in your blind spots? Because it is already within you. The person that you are attempting to become is already within you. The person that you want to be is legitimately already you. There's things that are simply 
in the room of your thoughts and ideas like furniture that needs to be rearranged. Nothing is wrong, nothing is missing. You are complete and whole as you are right now. It simply is just a re-shifting of the furniture in the room to be in a different design pattern. That's all. That's all. So as we think about the first steps, as we dive into today's um, principles in that regard, is the first step, and it's one of the biggest ones, about transformation, because this deals with humanity. And human beings have stayed pretty consistent for the past 2,000 plus years. We have thousands of books about the idea of self-development, personal growth, um, spiritual wisdom, spiritual teachers. It hasn't changed. We're spiritual beings having human experiences here. And there's been very many wise individuals who have helped guide humanity at different eras that we can all look into. This field of personal development and soul searching and life coaching and being there for others in some sort of an assisting service way is as old as time. We've had this for centuries. Since the dawn of human beings, we have had this. So one of the biggest things that has never changed about being able to allow ourselves to grow in the transformation process is learning to let go of the ego and let go of envy. Now, these are huge. Obviously, that's a, that's a tall task. I understand that. And of course, coming from a life coach and coming from a personal trainer that obviously I hold people's hand and walk them through very challenging processes for them to be able to achieve their incredible goals that they have for themselves, for their fitness, for their life, for their business, for their families to be able to take place. These are tall orders to ask. So yes, letting go of the ego, letting go of envy, to live that authentic life so that we aren't plagiarizing someone else's chapters in their lives. You might have role models, you might have people that you look up to, but there's never any sense in literally trying to live an exact life like somebody else. It's their life, it's their story, it's their chapter. And we find ourselves struggling in a lot of turmoil and a lot of inward pain and a lot of external pain that manifests in that regard because of the internal pain that started from the frustration that we have when we're looking at someone else's life, someone else's chapter. And we're trying to make our chapter look like that. And we're frustrated that it isn't exactly like their chapter. All the while forgetting that there is a huge component piece that is staring us right in the face when we look in the mirror, that it's our life, not theirs that we're supposed to be living. And that's where the frustration is. It's legitimately as if the mirror is trying to let you know that the source of your happiness is looking you right in the mirror, and the source of your frustration is actually looking at you at the mirror at the exact same time. And this is one of those life lessons where it really does come into the play of the fact that when we're thinking about what's in our blind spots, is that we are both our own heroes in our stories, in our chapters, in our lives, and the books that we're writing about ourselves, and the experiences that we're creating for ourselves. And simultaneously, we're also the actual antagonist that's actually holding us back in so many ways. Very rarely do we actually have individuals that are physically in front of us, holding us physically back, tying us down to a chair, locking us up in some sort of real, genuine paradigm that doesn't allow us to move forward. 
it is upon us, even if we ever found ourselves in those situations, to be able to break down the door, find the key that unlocks it, get ourselves out of that situation and move on. This is incumbent upon us to actually literally level up and make no excuses. And legitimately, if we really are in those situations, we have to get ourselves out of it. So if we find ourselves in a position in life where we are trying to make our lives into what we want them to be, the same predisposition is upon us. We must level up, take accountability, look ourselves in the mirror, and get it going. Get our heads on straight and push through. And this begins with letting go of the ego, letting go of the envy of others, allowing ourselves to actually have the humility to know that we're going to stumble, that we're going to genuinely have a couple of setbacks throughout the course of our journey, of our transformation. When the caterpillar goes into its cocoon phase, it's going into the dark. Knowing full well, it may not become whatever it's trying to be at the very end. It has no idea of what the transformation process is truly going to look like in the, in the end result. It knows that it's going to have to go into the cave, though. It goes into the cave of the cocoon and is really hoping for the best in the process. But it's a lot of digging through the dark. So again, understanding that the analogy of things in our blind spots, we're going through the dark. We're looking for the light as we're going through the tunnel. In this whole entire gestation, transformation process, as we go through these motions in life. And I'll let you know that anyone who actually clings to the ego, as we all know this, though it's a healthy reminder to let it go, is that there is no one on this earth for the past thousands and thousands of years of human beings being humans that has been more lonely than those who cling to their ego. And envy is also a poor partnership as well. Both of these will leave the individual who is clinging to their love and affection very unsatisfied. And we know this. However, we fall victim and prey to these things because we have to say things a certain way. We have to present ourselves a certain way all to get by. We think instead of literally just being able to be authentically ourselves, because we would like our authentic selves to also be spectacular and fantastic. So where's, where's the gap there? Right? That's the transformation process. How do I get from where I perceive myself to be to where I want to be perceived? Where's that gap in between? Because it seems like a lot of people fake it till they make it. And that just isn't true. A lot of individuals, even when they do fake it till they make it, you'll find that they actually do fall short. Right? And the level of your development in your personal growth journey can never over-exceed the success that you end up achieving. Okay? Maybe something I'll repeat a little bit later on, but at the same time, that, that is a genuine concept that we have to understand as an overarching principle in the coaching process, in our self-journey, that we are working towards in our self-development process in this life. Okay? So how far we actually genuinely develop ourselves to the depth of how deep we actually will go into the caves of the unknown in our blind spots of ourselves within our journey within will actually end up being the payoff the end result that will produce who we end up becoming at the end and it will never be more than the depth that we went in our self-development and growth and you're saying to yourself, that might be well and good, though I've seen and I've heard of individuals that X, Y, Z. Fantastic. We've all heard of those individuals. They all exist. 
And interestingly enough, look at their timeline. Look at how long that doesn't last. These are not results that stay. If someone who was going to train to hike to the top of Everest, but faked it, right, faked the training, the day finally comes when they're actually literally there at the base camp of the mountain, and it's time to ascend with the whole entire crew. They got all the gear, the food, everything else like that. And within a few days, they're wheezing and losing breath and so on and so forth. The analogy illustrates the fact that if you faked the training, the development that you were supposed to be doing for the task that was going to be at hand, when the day comes to be able to present the proof in the pudding, it always reveals itself. It can't outlast the amount of development that was actually genuinely spent in the training to prepare. So in this self-healing journey from trauma to transformation, changing our perceptions about ourselves into the self that we always have seen ourselves as potentially being, which is always there, by the way. It's always been there. Like I said before, it's a rearrangement of the furniture. You lack nothing. You are perfect. There's nothing that's missing. We simply need to reorganize some things in our lives sometimes. I wish that when we were born, it was just simply you know, stated, assembly, assembly will be required, right? In that regard, like, it's a full package. You got all the, all the Lego pieces for the full entire set, but there's going to be assembly required. They don't send you the Lego kit already completely assembled. I like to use these happy, you know, easy to understand illustrations as, as examples, because it's, it's fun to be able to kind of put some of these more complex ideas and theories and principles into palatable more digestible, you know, visuals for us to understand. And we're the exact same way. Life happens. We're going to grow. We're going to go through childhood. We're going to go through adolescence, young adulthood in our early 20s. And then we're going to mature into being adults. Hopefully, some assembly is required. It happens over time. It's a process. And we're never done with this process, by the way. As the years go by, there's always going to be new challenges, okay? So keeping a humble, open mind and letting go of that ego, letting go of that envy that I need to be like that at this particular set in time or be like that person at this particular sign, or I wish I had that because they have that. Don't worry about it. Just keep moving forward about yourself. And the more you grow yourself, the more that you will attract into your life. One of the key principles about becoming someone who can actually manifest and attract things in their life is the principle of legitimately becoming a more attractive person. And this has very little to do about looks on the outer side, has very little to do about that. We're talking about becoming an attractive person and you will attract more into your life. And people with egos and people who envy others, this is the opposite of an attractive quality or an attractive personality characteristic trait. This hasn't changed for thousands of years either. Things like this are written about in parables in the Bible, uh, in the Mahabharata, in other you know philosophical, esoterical works. This has been around for centuries. So understand that becoming an attractive person is going to be what's going to attract more of what you want into your life. And maybe what is in your blind spot at this current moment 
nothing ever happens by accident. If you're finding this episode and you're here right now, it's all for the purpose of your journey. Maybe this is the nugget that you needed is that it might be ourselves. that's actually in the way of attracting what we want into our lives. Maybe that is, it's the humble letting go of the ego, letting go of our envy and believing that it might be that person or this situation or that work situation or that past thing that has happened that is holding me back from being able to attract and to manifest what I want into my life right now and what we are trying to attract into our lives right now, what you are trying to attract into your life right now. It might just be that. Literally letting go of the ego, letting go of envy of others, might be just this core principle that is legitimately the dam that is stopping the energy flow from being able to overflow into your life with all that you're asking for to receive and to achieve so that you can actually live out the life of your dreams the way that you want to, the way that you need to, the way that you deserve to. If you are earning it, it will happen. And part of the earning it isn't just working hard at the job, but it's working hard on ourselves inwardly, knowing that we are worthy, working on that daily. And again, this is a dissolvement of the ego. We're working on ourselves selflessly. It's a humbling process to understand that we have certain things that hold us back and fears and anxieties. There's no ego in literally going to battle with the fact that we have inward insecurities and trying to vanquish those demons and slay those dragons. There's nothing arrogant about that. The idea is legitimately to heal and soothe what's on the inside so that it can have the confidence to come out and be the real authentic you, the you that you already are. So there is no ego in this. The whole entire thing is about dissolving of the ego. And the first step, of course, is accept. The acceptance that there are actually things in your blind spots, that you actually have blind spots. That is a humbling truth of all humans. There's plenty of things that we all have in our blind spots. Again, if we got into the cockpit of the plane, I'm humbly holding myself accountable. I'll immediately let you know there's plenty of things and switches and gears and handles and that I have no idea what they do. Humbly being able to accept there are certain things that we do not know is powerful because now you can actually look at it like, wow, now I know what I can go look at. Now I know what I can go learn. There's power in that because if in the healing process and even in the healing journey of our lives towards the success that we want to become, We need to know what to work on to be able to achieve that, right? See how it all goes together? So in that regard, when we actually really facilitate the ability of humbling ourselves to get to the point, letting go of the ego is one of the first things we have to do. It's the most challenging. I coach clients on this hands down more than anything else throughout the course of my entire understanding of my career with life coaching. It's a huge thing. We all are working on it. And how do we strive for our dreams and to achieve these higher things, which typically come with some sort of more wealth, more health and things like that, and also absolve ourselves of the repercussions of the ego. It's powerful things. Seek out the growth and you will find it. I often say to my clients in the 21st century, with the iPad, the cell phone, the laptop, the radio, whatever you're listening to this on, 
engaging with the song. Ignorance is a choice. Let me say that again. Ignorance is a choice in the 21st century. Literally with the touch of a button on your cell phone, on your iPad, on your laptop. If you can get to a Wi-Fi connection with internet, you can literally search the Dead Sea Scrolls. You can read the Mahabharata. You can read the Bible in whatever language you would like to. You can read all the Greek philosophies of the world. You can read and watch anything you would like to from any era, almost, where it's posted online, somewhere for free, some sort of streaming service, something from the 20s, from the 1800s. You can study things for days on end on a literal Encyclopedia Britannica that is online. You can hop onto YouTube and watch Stanford, Yale, Oxford debates by some of the most critical thinkers of the 21st century live today for free. It's streaming. It's there. Click it. So in the truest sense, when we're looking for our healing path, again, if you found this, it's it's just part and parcel to this entire world and plethora of information that is literally being provided on a foundational spoon-fed platter for us all in the 21st century. The answer to all the questions that you could possibly have are findable. There are people seeking answers, just like yourself, who are now out there providing and offering supplications and at least anecdotal directional paths that you can surmise and take little bites out of, utilize, chew up, digest, and put into effort into your life to really make a orchestrated, concentrated movement towards whichever you know destination you're seeking. If it's high success in your career, personal development, some sort of way so you can level up to become higher in management or something else to that effect, perfectly fine. There's plenty of books, seminars, online resources, coaching certifications, coaches to connect with, books to read, plenty in the self-help coaching business area, genre of the world. If you're looking to better your family life, your personal relationship lives, anything else like that, dealing with heartache, so on and so forth, it's all there. Again, dissolving the ego. What's holding you back from looking into these things? What's holding you back from thinking that there aren't answers out there? We do a great job of beating ourselves up, sitting wherever you're sitting, thinking wherever you get thoughts, and get stuck in those thoughts, and that normal train of thoughts that... It's all too hard. There's no easy answers. Where could I possibly get help? No one cares. Someone has cared enough to make videos. They've made books. They've taught seminars. They recorded them. They're online for our use in our personal growth. Humbly. This is even an opportunity in that regard to have challenging thoughts, to even have thoughts that are being brought forward right now that might be challenging some of the beliefs that you actually carry. Right? Leave the comments down below if all of this is resonating in that regard. At the same time, it really is one of those opportunities to think about the fact that there are plenty of individuals who have gone on these journeys before. We're all suffering in some capacity. We've all suffered in some capacity. Challenges are nothing unique to the human experience. We're all going through them. We've all gone through them. We will continue to do so. So imagining, first off, with the ego, that my problems are only my problems, and I'm the first person in the entire universe and the history of humanity that has ever gone through this kind of problem is absolutely one of the things that is in most individuals' blind spots, hence the reason why all this groundwork 
in today's episode has been laid forth lovingly in a, in a space that is safe for you to think about and to heal through. What we go through in this human journey is very much so in the transformational process, something that we have all experienced. You can read things from the 17th century, 14th century, earlier than that, BCE things, literally, again, talking about philosophers like Plato or Aristotle. These types of human difficulties, human intricacies, human challenges, hurdles to overcome, interpersonal relationships, heartache, heartbreak, um, divorces, so on and so forth, uh, deaths in family, grieving and letting go. There's a beautiful episode coming up actually really soon uh, with uh, an amazing guest that I have coming on, uh, Michelle. She's absolutely a phenomenal speaker, and she's incredible. So please stay tuned for that one as well. That's uh, coming up soon. We've gone through these things. We go through these things as human beings. It's not just our own unique pain. There are others that are going through this as well. Find the answers. Let go of the ego that's saying that it's only myself going through this and only myself has ever gone through this. And imagine that you're the only one suffering through it. And this one hits hard because I've talked to men's groups and I've coached men who have gone through these types of things in larger group settings and they deal with the fact of canceling their own life, if I can put it in a simplistic sense. Because they thought they were alone. Because they thought they were the only one going through it. Lovingly. Avoid this. Know that you're not alone. There are answers. There are tools. There are steps that can be taken to get you through this process. There truly is a set of answers out there. They may not be the answers that answer all things. Though again, the first premise of the ego is saying, we're the only ones that have ever gone through this. There are no answers. Well, see, that's not the truth. There are answers. So out of one to a hundred, there are at least 25 answers that have been provided throughout history's amazing amount of literature upon the growth journey and transformation journey and heartache and pain and heartbreak and breakups and divorces and loss and so on and so forth that we can find and that we can supplementally digest, chew on, and actually literally put forth into our own lives as wisdom that we can grow from. It's not something that doesn't have an answer. There are answers. So as we kind of get to the spot where usually in this process, I kind of give you a moment to, to digest a lot of that. I hope that this is resonating with you well. Again, if you're finding this halfway through, welcome. Um, this is a part of the whole entire process. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, welcome, truly. And if you found this on your healing path, then it was never by anything else other than some sort of a divine appointment in that regard. There are no accidents in this universe, so that cancels out the fact that it could be accidental. Something about this is, is meant to resonate with you. So if you're here, welcome. And I'm glad that you're getting a chance to be a part of this grassroots growing community of Rest to Final Draft. Um, Welcome. And as we as we go forward, another principle to understand, one of the timeless truths about transformation is 
Well, we actually focus not only upon ourselves and our own growth journey. The next portion is, is that if we're really actually looking to seek for healing sometimes within ourselves and we're feeling so disgruntled, so defeated that we aren't growing, that we aren't moving forward, that something isn't, the needle isn't being moved forward for us. One of the best things that I recommend for many of the people that I coach, many of the circumstances that I found myself in with um, one-on-one coaching or groups uh, sessions, or even in my own personal life, if something isn't working and there seems to be inertia about the idea about being able to move forward on a particular you know, metric that I'm looking forward in my life, or I'm, I'm coaching someone to get them to where they want to be, is that if it really just seems like they're stuck in a rock in a hard place, is that I recommend um, a true principle of get involved in other people's lives. Get involved in another individual's goals. And I understand that that might be taking you back and saying, you know, Coach Adam, that's, you know, kind of part and parcel to the fact of if if I was thinking about it logically, has a lot to do sometimes with ego, that if I was thinking that it was a challenge for me to get my own life together, how could I possibly be able to assist someone else in their life and getting to where they needed to go, right? That's exactly what the mind tells you. At the same time, let the ego go. You have no idea how much further along you are than other individuals because we are our own worst critic. We are hardest upon ourselves. We rarely look at how far we've come and where we are at. And often think about where we would like to be, again, dealing with the envy. And not just living and respecting and appreciating where we are right now, today, with how far we have come, who we are now, loving ourselves the way we are now. We keep on delaying that love for ourselves when one day I will become lovable. I'll hit that goal and then I can be lovable. When I achieve that promotion, I'll be lovable. When I get that car, that house, I'll be lovable. I'll be respectable then. Well, we're missing the opportunities right now. So I advocate for the, the principle of the humble nature that even wherever you are at in your growth journey, investing time into someone else is never foolhardy. It'll never be a waste of time for yourself and the other person's life as well. Do you have any idea how many people go throughout their entire day, years, months, Lives with never really getting assistance from other people, not their family members, not their closest friends, not their co-workers. Do you have any idea what that's like to literally just be always on your own? It might be something that you're going through right now. Hence the reason why I say it. And it's something that I've been through as well. Many individuals have I been there for in my life, even before I became a coach in my corporate life and in my personal life and everything else like that. The truth is, is when you're actually really there for other people, it makes the biggest amount of difference in people's lives. They'll never forget you. It makes an impact on their lives. It's the same exact thing like going through your day. You just simply give someone a compliment in a kindness sense. Lifts their spirits. There's so many people that go throughout their, their days, weeks, and years and never even get a compliment from anybody. It's interesting the impact that we have upon our fellow brothers and sisters in this life journey that we experience as spiritual beings, that we neglect the fact that the effect that we genuinely have upon one another actually can be a healing effect as well. 
not only are we hard on ourselves about the fact that we're not where we are, where we want to be, and so on and so forth, but we're typically cynical and harder on other people around us thinking in a self-protective ego way. If you think about it subtly, well, they wouldn't want my help. Right? When you have no idea how much they could benefit from whatever it is that you might be able to give them is just a pick-me-up conversation. And that'll radically humble you, obviously, which is the principle behind all this. Again, in your blind spot as we move forward with the content here, for your principal understanding to grow today in the awareness as we move forward in this episode, is that it has to dawn on you that it's going to be a humbling experience. That while we're actually genuinely assisting someone else, you'll see in their eyes, you'll see in their life how much the actual wisdom and the assistance that you were giving to them, how much it means to them. And that will let you know, because there's a self-growth step in the process of you being there for another person, that you'll get a chance to witness how much your knowledge, wisdom, feedback, support does actually matter. So it's not just motivational, inspirational thinking, somehow just fantasizing about the idea that we're doing good deeds, that we're good people. You'll see it firsthand. You'll feel it which is the biggest difference. And from that, it can literally take shape and form in ways in which you'll never, never be able to question or think twice about. Because then it will be an actual fact, a memory that you have foundationally and fundamentally established within your own life as an experience that has changed the life of another. It's the same way that when we travel around the world, if you've had the opportunity to, or even taken a trip to somewhere else that uh, really mattered to you, a Disneyland trip to maybe Disney World or to the one here in Los Angeles, or you've been to India and you um, got a chance to see some of the most beautiful temples on the face of the earth. You traveled to Egypt and saw the pyramids. Uh, maybe you went to Russia and you saw the winter there. Maybe you went to Ireland and you had a real, a genuine pint. Um, maybe you went to Australia and you saw the beach and the the beautiful Sydney Opera you know, theater there. Um, Maybe you went to New York and you saw the city. These these moments, these trips, these experiences last a lifetime in our lives. They shape and mold our perceptions moving forward in such a profound way that there can never be a limit or even a metric that we could set upon ourselves to say, it was this meaningful when I went to this destination. There's no way to really compartmentalize that in the sense of metrics. It, it just wouldn't. And why would we? It means something to us. And it's it's so meaningful by trying to put it into a category. Obviously, diminishes the importance of it. So with that analogy, understand how much of an impact you really can have upon another person's life. And how impactful that can be for them. I'm sure all of us remember, at least when we were young, in some sort of school situation, there was a teacher somewhere, a coach of some kind, maybe baseball, basketball, volleyball, swimming, whatever it was, cheerleading, whichever whichever sport was yours, soccer, baseball. There was a coach that meant something to you, that was there for you, that maybe pulled you aside and really kind of took you under their wing. There was a teacher that supported you when you were not doing so great in the class and they really pulled you aside and they were there for you. Maybe there was a family situation that took place in your life. And one of the family members, grandma, aunt, grandpa, uncle, brothers, sisters, cousins, someone was there for you. 
It made an impact, made a difference. Maybe it was just a friend as well that knew about the situation. There are these individuals in our lives that I'm sure that you can go through the lexicon, the Rolodex of your experiences in your life to find a moment when someone else took it upon themselves to be there for you. And you still remember that to this very day. Again, if you're here on this channel, there has to be a million synchronicities and alignments that are obviously firing for you. That's how content is. It's like literally a radio frequency that finds the matching connectivities out there. So this is where we are. This must resonate with you on some level. And because it does, it's a part of your growth journey right now to witness and understand and acknowledge that this is the next phase of your evolution from caterpillar to butterfly. This is the cave of the dark spots, the blind spots that you are absolving and becoming aware of. And once you become aware of these dark spots, once you become aware of these blind spots, that's the day they start changing. That's the moment they start changing. That's the moment that everything really starts to radically change for you in your life. You can't be held accountable to the things that you aren't aware of, right? If you didn't know better, then you aren't capable of being held accountable for having done better in certain situations in our lives. Because the phrase goes, if I would have known better, I would have done better. Hence the reason why sometimes life in its most humbling aspects will literally kick our teeth in, leave us down bloody on the ground, you know, take away everything that we thought that we wanted, break our hopes and dreams and so on and so forth and leave us down because it really is the fact that it's hammering in on the lesson that if you would have known better, you could have done better. So now that you know better, because life made this challenging situation manifest for you, now that you know better, the next time you get up and go for it again, you're going to be closer to achieving and succeeding in whatever it is, whatever endeavor that originally started the whole entire reason why in that moment in your life you had the hardship in the first place. And all of this is about the idea of dissolving the blind spots that we have. And we have quite a few. That's the humbling view that you have to understand and ingest in this process of growth and spiritual awareness and personal development. And again, personal development, the depth to which you go, like I said, we'd retouch on this again, can never exceed the amount of success you achieve down the road. So the transformation process will never over-exceed the amount of personal development that you've taken and invested into yourself. Time in, time out. That's it. Using computer language in that regard, garbage in, garbage out. Good in, good out. If you've put in enough effort and enough time in development of yourself, the amount of transformation that is guaranteed in that regard is absolute. That's the trick. Right? If there was a quote-unquote life hack involved in this, it's pretty simple. You do the work, you get the example. That's it. I mean, it really comes down to it. If you do the actual personal development work step by step by step, and you do the personal inner work, exposing to yourself what you are triggered by, what you are afraid of, what pulls you back, what turns you off in life from being able to achieve and go after your dreams, whatever that might be. When you do that kind of inner work and you find out all these things that are there that have been holding you back and you brush them aside and you change them from a fear into a drive, 
it's a beautiful process. Where would anyone ever say that they're steering you in the wrong direction and being able to advocate for that? Becoming a better, stronger, more capable, more conscientious, more aware, more considerate. You? That's the best gift that any of us could ever ask for anybody, including ourselves. And again, that's when it comes down to become an advocate for others. It will reveal to you in your blind spots how far you actually have come. It helps you get rid of the ego. It helps you get rid of envy if you're assisting others. You start realizing how much people need each other. I know in the world of of today and for for a very long time as well, this isn't anything new. It's the idea that we can be completely self-sufficient. Absolutely. At the same time, we were meant to literally be together. Human beings is spiritual, soul-seeking connections. It's what we are at our most intrinsic, fundamental level behind all of this. The flesh, the skin, the thoughts, the ego, the envy, the outward appearance, the life, the cars, the mansions, and things like that. The thing that actually lasts and that really does matter that's really in there is the heart, the soul, the light from within, the part that stays after this part has long since gone as well. So be advocates for others. Assist in someone else's process if you really find yourself to be stuck. Today's whole entire episode is about the idea of finding a loving principle in which to inspire yourself, motivate yourself to continue on your path. All of these episodes, they will never come with an absolute roadmap, guide, answer to follow it 100%. At 45 minutes, we wouldn't be able to answer it all anyways. The world has so many more complexities and interconnectivities and difficulties and hurdles. that We need a seminar of, of weeks to be able to cover it all. These are fundamental, practical principles made for you in bite-sized chunks and episodes that will keep on coming from a safe place of love and humility and gratitude for this beautiful community that keeps on requesting more of me as we go and grow on this. The Coach Adam Instagram page has grown exponentially within a year. I'm so grateful for that. Everyone kept on asking for these types of conversations to come out because in the short form that we only have, you know, a minute and 30 seconds on the actual Instagram page doesn't allow us to expound upon very much within a minute and 30 seconds that we do our humble best. So these types of deep dives is what it's all about, is being able to legitimately give you insights into life coaching principles and tactics so that you can be equipped with a toolkit to assist yourself in your own life. Assist those in your life, the people that you love, the people that are surrounded by you, maybe your your wife, your husband, your partner of, of all different types, maybe your business partner, meaning like any, any types of, of friendships, maybe your children, maybe you're taking care of loving parents that are elderly now. Whatever it is, you need something, some sort of guidance. That's why you're here. That's why we're all here and growing. And the last time I checked, Anytime you're carrying something heavy, it's always nice when there's another individual there to be able to lighten the load. So if we can do that for others, that would be a fantastic thing. And it also allows us to be worthy as well inwardly of being able to receive that type of love from others as well. Sometimes we catch ourselves in the ego and the envy thinking, I've done so much for others. Why am I not getting anything else in return? There might be a humbling self-check of whether or not what you actually really have been doing for others really is the actual work of being there for them. 
right? There might be a pride and overvaluing of the effort that you might have been putting in somewhere else. And the reason why life hasn't paid you back was that the tip that you left to the universe was actually a dollar twenty-five when you thought it was ten dollars and fifteen cents or something else to that effect. To use an easy enough analogy to understand that the misappropriation of the value of the time that maybe you had been given to someone else isn't necessarily the payoff for the idea of where you are on the receiving end. So again, keep giving back to others. What would be wrong with that anyways? Is there something as a component as well, one last thing of the ego, that is holding you back from the idea that you're too good to help others? Is there some sort of a larking thought in your mind of who would I be to my community or my town or my household or my school or my job if I was the person to be someone who is labeled as someone who helps people? Is there something dealing with that on the inside? See, that's a soul-seeking question to ask yourself on the inner to find out if that is something that you're working with on the inside. And if it is, then to bring that forth, expose it to the light. And allow yourself to really sift through it and find out where the missing pieces might be and align those pieces, find them, they're there, and collect and connect and perfect the entire part of whatever it is that might be just out of a misalignment with inside yourself. Again, you're never broken, right? It's just realigning the parts and pieces. The missing pieces are just hidden from you. It's not that they aren't even there. Imagine being locked inside of a dark room right? The room is, you know, I don't know if, if you needed a visual in that regard, it's 2,300 square feet. It's a huge, it's a huge room. I'm talking about a warehouse size room here. It's pitch black though. And you're given a flashlight, right? Everything that you need is inside that room. You just simply have to go find it. It's there within you. That's the whole entire analogy for doing the soul searching inward journey work that we're always striving for in our lives. You're prepared with a small flashlight to go inward, to go find what's there. And there's tons of boxes and packages and things like that. This huge warehouse. If you've ever seen the Indiana Jones films, it's like that gigantic room filled with all of the hidden artifacts that have been collected from around the world. Those are inside of you. The artifacts of your life, the memories that you hold, the things that you know that you want, the confidence that you're finding, the confidence that you've been looking for, the confidence that you misplaced, right? It's all in there. It is physically in that gigantic warehouse inside of you. And all you need to do is either find the light switch or continue searching with at least your flashlight. Okay? It's a great analogy for the idea of even the fact that sometimes our batteries run out and now you're just lost in the dark. So don't forget to take batteries with you. What are batteries? Batteries are the ability to keep yourself motivated, inspired, um, driven. Find a, a why you're doing what you're doing. Right? You're going to this gigantic warehouse looking for all these parts about yourself. Okay, this is going to take time. It's a gigantic warehouse filled with things of you inside there. You can spend the rest of your life, literally, and you, and we all will when we're really on this personal journey, studying and researching and getting to know ourselves. It's a lifelong journey. The sooner we get started on it, the better we are towards the tail end of life. And certainly the better we are for all those around us during the course of our life. Absolutely. And the better we are for ourselves throughout the course of our life, which allows us to be better for those in our life. Okay? So the, the self-journey is absolutely one of the most profound and most worthy things that we can ever engage ourselves in. 
And again, today's episode was about the idea of how do we even start that process, and it is one of the most quintessential component pieces of this entire tapestry. The orchestra being the one who is there, the conductor making it happen, is the first note is to get rid of the ego. Get rid of the fear of doing this. The fear that you're going to mess it up. The fear that you even could mess it up. Self-discovery is all about figuring out you, figuring out what's inside that warehouse. You've got your blind spots. You're in the cave. You're in the gigantic warehouse. You're on your process to becoming this beautiful butterfly as the cocoon goes into the cave. It's all there. It's all there. And as we go into this journey, what you will find and what you will become is the most important thing. There is never any reason to fear that you can fail. Just start. This process will take never in the work of a moment. Humbly allow yourself to know that first off. Again, getting rid of the ego with the idea that I'm going to get it tomorrow. Let it go. It's going to take a long time. It's not even going to take a minute. It's not going to take a week. It's not going to take even one month. But it can happen. And it can start. And it can start right now. Have today be the day that it starts. We're going to leave the episode on this and the fact that today can be that day. Nothing will stand in your way if you can dissolve the ego and get rid of the idea of envying others. And if this has helped you along your journey in any way, shape, or form, give the video a like. Maybe drop a comment. Let us know your thoughts. Grateful for you and this beautiful growing community. The links will be down in the description below to be able to find us on Instagram. Our Patreon is, is starting off as well. Um, happy Labor Day to everybody. Ah, there's merch as well that will be linked down below also. So uh, support the channel there if you'd like. And find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And just thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day. Cheers.